Hello and welcome, my name is Leah Barber and you're listening to Next Gen Femme, a podcast dedicated to celebrating women's achievements, be it in business or massive personal goals. We speak to women that persevere through the ups and downs to pursue their passions. It could happen. Like if you ask a lot of people in this country, who's their favorite boxer? They're going to say Katie Taylor. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what, But that's what you need. You need success. For girls in this country to want to say my favorite player is Denise O'Sullivan, Katie McCabe, they are superstars. If you haven't seen them play, go and see them play. Mm-hmm. They're just amazing. They People should be saying my favorite player is Denise O'Sullivan. In this week's episode of Next Gen Femme, myself and Fee Malone have the pleasure of speaking to former Irish international soccer player, Karen Duggan, awarded WNL Senior Player of the Year in 2016. After years of playing soccer from a young age, Karen shares her story of breaking onto the Irish starting eleven, all while searching for a career that suited her passion for soccer and goal of representing her country. She also shares being a part of the Irish team that stood up against the FAI in 2017, requesting better facilities and treatment of the female players. Although a strong subject matter, the episode is not without its laughs. We're excited for you to hear our seventh episode. I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to Next Gen Femme, or Next Generation Female, however you'd like to put it. We are here again with episode seven. Is that correct? We literally just did six. Yeah, we literally, we haven't moved. (laughs) (laughs) We just went straight into episode seven. And uh, we are here with Karen Duggan. Hello, Karen. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) we're already a bit giggly so we apologize but uh karen duggan hails from the mighty pill town woo (laughs) i better (laughs) jim alone is like shouting three Um, joe she's a former irish international soccer player and an award-winning international soccer player at that uh professional spoofer and failed teacher wow thank you for such a beautiful introduction (laughs) you're welcome like now works for Accenture. As I work for Accenture uh, as a professional app? spoofer. Yes, yes, I work in yeah, I work in management consulting as a business analyst. <laughs> wow. wow, could you get any broader? I could, but I won't. I'll right. keep something to the imagination. <laughs> yeah. When I figure out Gotta what keep, I do, I'll let you know. <laughs> Gotta keep Amazing. the listeners yeah. guessing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess how we start is we'd like you to introduce yourself uh, by telling us your name, your age, if you don't mind. You could probably get the age from the Twitter handle, though. <laughs> <laughs> 1991. <laughs> she, uh, that could just be my favourite number. Uh, an interesting fact, either about yourself or just like about anything, general life. Okay, um, so <laughs> my name is Karen Duggan. Like I said, I come from Pilltown, so Kilkenny. I am 28. Yeah, yes, good you are. Karen Duggan, 91 on Twitter, if you want to give me that follow. <laughs> um, and I guess my interesting fact is that my quest in life is to get that blue tick. So <laughs> if that one person who's listening could give me the follow, it'll be one step closer. Yeah, just get a verified. <laughs> need that just need, I need the reassurance in life, in life to be honest. <laughs> It's gonna be it's uh, gonna be a long podcast for, for those listening. Um, as this podcast is all about showcasing badass females, which you are as this uh, professional spoofer and all that, mm-hmm. um, I guess we just want you to tell us about your journey, how you started playing soccer, getting to play for Ireland, education. You said you're a failed teacher. What happened there? <laughs> so let's just way to just kick her when she's down, Leah. <laughs> No, it'd be really cool to just, hear your yeah, journey. No, we, we just want to hear your journey. Whenever, How you got to be a yeah. professional spoofer. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much just take us uh, from where you think it all kind of started and just bring us and tell the She listeners. remembers this amazing gal called Fiona Malone. Yeah. Yeah. She sat aside in none of her <laughs> Yeah, because you did podcast. all honours. It's <laughs> not about you, Z. Yeah. Sorry, I had my podcast. <laughs> yeah. I was like six podcasts ago. Move <laughs> on. Like, move on. Quick math. Okay, anyway, back to me. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, I guess it all started in primary school. Like my brother, my parents, everyone was really into sport. Mm -hmm. Went to primary school. I was really, really quiet, but I always played sport, was into sports. That kind of helped me get friends, I guess. She was the kind of girl when you played sport, for those listeners, Mm -hmm. all three of you, um, who played sport, she was the girl that you were worried about on the opposite team. Because she was the You got a Mark Karen. That was like... shit. You, if you're not marking Karen, you're not doing your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. And then 
you know yeah that's so that's how we that's know each other with you as an eight-year-old <laughs> i have terrifying <laughs> dreams <laughs> no dinner for you um yeah so it was quiet but had sport and then that was kind it of, always soccer that you kind of leaned no towards? no i okay. was at one point i thought i was going to be in the wmba and then i realized i was a bit of a shorter so like, <laughs> that didn't really work out but no played basketball did swimming for a while camogie was hurling before we had camogie before jim malone took took a took a stance I was like come on the women um so hurling Gaelic football and soccer yeah so okay. I just played everything I suppose it was just keep me out of the house mm-hmm. I was encouraged I was encouraged to play everything and I actually think it stands to you yeah like yeah. I think I was so, the same yeah a little bit of everything really so people talk about oh concentrating on one sport really early all the time but I think you learn so much from playing other sports like mm-hmm. I mean if I started life as a striker which is unthinkable now um, for most <laughs> of my football friends but I started life as a striker but if I lost the ball as a striker I'm not tracking back the full length of the pitch but if I lost the ball in basketball you better sprint back because they're going to yes. score yeah. and that kind of like knowledge or learning Mentality. how to yeah, that yeah. Ha- you'd learn different Skills. skill sets like yeah. and just ways of thinking so I wouldn't say that I'm the most skillful footballer that anyone has ever met but I would say I'm an intelligent footballer mm-hmm. I'm well-rounded um, yeah well-rounded like again in Camogie I don't think people would say I mark people very well but I can read the ball yes you but, do um, tactics and stuff yeah like so yeah. it wasn't really that I was the most skillful but I think I've had a pretty good like footballing IQ so that kind of helped mm-hmm. me push on mm-hmm. um, I was lucky I had good teachers and stuff in school and then I was lucky as well at the time that I grew up because all of us played sport like yeah everyone in Fiona's school everyone in my school like it was we yeah. just played sport. Just for the par- uh, the listeners, we were a three school, kind of in one parish. Yeah. So we all formed this one team, mm-hmm. which was great because then yeah. when we went to secondary school, we kind of knew everyone that mm-hmm. was going into the school. Yeah, like we like community games even was a oh huge God. thing for us. Like that I remember, was the honestly, going up to Mosney was our <laughs> Olympics. I've heard of Mosney, yeah. Sorry, it was like our I Olympics. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jersey's absolutely down to her knees. Like rag ball rovers going up. Like oh, fit me grand now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so then obviously we went to Greenhill again we kind of played everything we were because we had that kind of core group going in and then we, we had, had we were group. lucky enough that we had the Waterford girls who were actually good at Gaelic football so they took a few of us in as well and we were just able to play every sport in school and did play every sport and in like school and like supported each sport yeah. you know exactly yeah so it wasn't like one sport one out like in some schools I know it's like oh that's a hockey school and that's a rugby yeah. school or whatever but because we weren't particularly brilliant at any of them we were, <laughs> we were all, all right at yeah, every, yeah. all of them yeah. so it's good yeah so my school got, was very much a yeah. hockey school yeah. Yeah. and then tennis in the summer and they were the two things <laughs> very lovely we would right, take a Serena. branch off the tree and go out and uh, kick them all about. Wimbledon like. would be on you, but just, oh, we'll just guess where the net is. Later on, Wimbledon would win. Yeah, with Hurley's. You, you did invest in a tennis ball those summers. So yeah, like, you you're to. like, yeah. Um, yeah, so then in Greenhill, I would have been always quite good at school as well. I missed a lot of school because mm-hmm. I started um, making Irish teams in second year I remember I didn't make it in first year and I thought the world was crumbling down around me so like I was 13 like well actually yeah I was 13 when I didn't make my first Irish team so the Irish school team it is heartbreaking yeah tears because at that Absolute age you're like tears. I was world, like this like is yeah. it for me I'm yeah. like honestly watch me go and then <laughs> it was like I actually <laughs> nah you're on standby I was like cool then someone got injured and I still didn't get called in so <laughs> that was good as well so I didn't make my first Irish team but then made the second okay, made so it in second year so you kind of started leaning more towards soccer then in your first second year of I just kind of started making teams I didn't okay. play com- County Camogie until under 16 so I just started making teams and I was okay. like, this just is cool. Up first, yeah. Maybe. And then in second year, I made this, our school team and we got to go to Scotland. I was like, oh, class. <laughs> like, up the whoa, road. Like, oh my <laughs> God, I'm going to Scotland. Where am I yeah. ever? And then I was a sub for the first game. And I was like, Jesus Christ. But anyway, <laughs> then I got on for the second game and I, I played the rest of the tournament. And I think... You obviously impressed them enough. And that's yeah, well, I was still, I was still like really, really shy and stuff then, but... Um, I just loved it. Like yeah. I loved it. Kind of got the bug for it. And then we were lucky. See, we were lucky at that age. It continued on. You had under 15. Then I got to go to Germany. I was like, oh my God, that's better than Scotland. What? <laughs> <laughs> so I got to go to Germany. Just climbing that ladder. Right? Got to go to Germany and get absolutely whooped by them because they were like, the the Germans German, are amazing. German underage and everything. Just in, they're just different breed like yeah. to us. We were like, again, you jerseys down to our ankles. You're just like, like we're out Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, um, but we had a really good manager then Noel King he actually went on to manage the men's under 21 team he'd be a pretty big figure 
Okay. So he took us on. I know. Uh, under, I know. You're definitely listening. Uh, <laughs> we had him under 17s then. And again, 17s, we started playing like proper tournaments where he tried to qualify for Euros. Mm-hmm. We had really good teams, but we never qualified. And where in school were you now? Like, were you hitting exam so, time? Yeah, juniors, I don't really remember too much. Like, I just kind of anybody. No, like irrelevant. <laughs> fifth year was probably when you I you came missed, into us. Yeah, because I skipped TY because I was a I was an old baby going to school. I was a five year old going to school, so okay. I was like, oh, I just catch up, <laughs> like I catch up with the girls. But I was lucky, actually. Yeah, I skipped TY. Most people did TY. To be fair, um, I loved TY. And why yeah. did you not? Just because you wanted just to age, and I kind of was like, out. I want to be when I'm eighteen. I want to go to college, and yeah. I was, like I was lucky though that I had my friends from sports so I yeah. was going into a, a different year and obviously you were like the, the wild year or whatever but like I don't know <laughs> what you mean about that um but I was lucky that I had such a a big group of friends going in so like it was it didn't really make it it was seamless like it didn't make a difference yeah, to me it kind um, of felt like you were there all the time really. yeah yeah so it was grand mm-hmm. and there was a few of us actually from that year that did skip TY for some reason but anyway went yeah fifth year was probably when I missed the most school because I was playing under 19 and under 17 so yeah there was a few reports so you were an age where you could actually play both yeah so I was lucky yeah so I would have been a sub probably under 19 but it was good experience yeah but totally it was, it was getting like it does it it gives you that experience yeah. of playing with it's just a different pace as you go up. I don't think you realise. Yeah. And then people are always like, oh, she should be on the senior team and she's very, very young. But the pace, the difference in pace and power and everything, even though those two years was massive. Even the building, yeah, yeah. And the physicality of the players. Exactly. Like I've, but the difference between me when I was 17 and, and now, like, or maybe last year when I was <laughs> I'm 26 when I was peaking, maybe not now, I've been enjoying myself since retirement, but um, it's massive. So there's this big thing where, oh, why, sh- why isn't she on the seniors? She'd be on the seniors. But I do believe in paying your dues as well yeah. a lot um, and, and, and stepping up yourself. through the ranks. I think yeah. that's really important yeah. to kind of yeah. tell people. And I do see a lot of it, even in the rugby scene, you've got these players coming up. and mm. Like you look at that girl, um, I can't think of her name now. She's 16 Bevan years of age. And she's, she's on the international yeah. team. But because of the rules... She actually can't play for a senior club. She can't team. play yeah, for us, but she can yeah. play for an international. Yeah, that makes no sense. Like she should be getting her experience because mm. imagine jumping from at sixteen years of age rugby, which is rugby, a yeah. contact sport. Yeah, yeah. From the girls were saying getting her hit by results are off the charts. Yeah, by getting yeah. hit by a sixteen-year-old and someone who's late to mid thirties, kind of or late twenties to early thirties. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like it's a huge difference. Mm. Yeah, huge it's massive. Difference. There's always there's always one or two who are just exceptional and yeah. should be there. But um, going up through the ranks is important as well. And mm-hmm. I think if there's a clash between a senior game and an under nineteen game, and you're a seventeen year old, you should probably because you're, you're going to help out that under nineteen team more yeah. than you're going to help out that senior team as well. You're yeah. going to be a big player for the nineteens, whereas you're only yeah. playing your trade at senior level. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. Like that's a different discussion, I guess. <laughs> but like, yeah, a big believer in like playing your trade and you do learn as you go up the ranks um, mm-hmm. was under 17 under 19 fifth year then just under 19 I think then by the time I got to sixth year and just did the leaving cert and did, the, away. Did, it, did you find it hard to balance the soccer and the leaving cert uh, no <laughs> <laughs> not really not <laughs> like well I was oh, I don't know I yeah I could probably put a lot of pressure on myself but it was just because I had that all girls school environment. Everyone was like, oh, I want to be a primary teacher. And yeah, yeah. I do honours Irish. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I remember even dropping back to pass maths. I was like, oh, this is sad. <laughs> we <laughs> so lost a lot of people that like, yeah, There's nothing wrong to, with pass no. maths. Okay, guys. No. I <laughs> told, absolutely. There's not. Because for me, I didn't have time. I didn't have time mm-hmm. to do it. I was training every day of the week. I did after school study, which was good for me. Because then at six mm. o'clock I was done. I could go home. I could go training. I yeah. probably did training in between study mm-hmm. and stuff as well. So no, I didn't really find it because I find the balance is good. Like if I invest one thing in too much like that, everyone's always like, oh, why didn't you go professional? But I think I'd go mad. Like I like that kind of balance. I've always mm-hmm. had that balance. Yeah. Now I don't know because I've never done it, but I do know after a week or two and you're in Irish camp, Oh, I can't wait. Let's go home cabin and just, fever yeah, kind of yeah. You get that kind of cabin fever, and as much as you love all the girls and stuff, it's tw- like it's twenty four seven. So it's good to have a different outlet, and I kind of always had that outlet. I was lucky that I enjoyed school. 
had good friends in school so it's probably good mentally as well like for your mental health well for me anyway that's what I thought I think yeah when I have too much time to think that's that's the root of all (laughs) evil like me thinking no don't give her time to think (laughs) so no I didn't really find it too bad to to balance it and I was the same in college then except you had to factor in a social life which I hadn't experienced (laughs) prior to that yeah so if you want to tell the listeners what did you decide to do then oh so yeah (laughs) I'm I'm smiling here now one thing probably because I didn't have that much time to think I probably didn't put too much effort into career guidance (laughs) Um, so I was like I like people I think I'm nice I'm gonna be a nurse right I was like that's a good idea it's a good steady job Uh a good pensionable job sure yeah (laughs) easy not at all and then so I was like 10 choices CEO filled in the 10 choices the level seven 10 nursing studies choices I was like I am set I'm ready all to do of them, this all of them were nursing oh 20 nursing choices down yeah I was like I'm gonna be a nurse keeping those right. options open uh, yeah like even I had more I, variety yeah. than that. I had done one science subject and never really <laughs> taken to people to be honest that much I hate blood um but anyway, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a nurse. I'm going to be a nurse. That's a great show. But really, I just wanted to go to UL. And I was like, what can I do in UL? And I was like, oh, nursing. Did you want to go to UL? Because it's very much like it's known as to be quite yeah, sporty so and we stuff. had we one of our tournaments when we were under 14, we played provincial tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, I played for Munster and we used to stay in UL. And I was like, oh. I'm coming here. Yeah. This is cool. It's cool. Great. Look at that swimming pool. It's huge. Yes. <laughs> it's huge. How many times did you use it? Three. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Olympic size, yeah. isn't it? It's actually off. Don't oh, at me, UL. But it's off by it's like off a meter. By like a little bit, yeah. Oh, that's so upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> because you know, they, those, they I could be completely wrong, but because floor, the floors, for those, not. those whole th- three times that you went, you thought you were doing oh, it. I'm such a cheat. It also could be. This has been the difference. I could have gone places. You could have. I think the thickness of the tiles as well, I don't think they accounted. Okay. I could be totally making this up. But this is what I fake news from my own. (laughs) (laughs) Just call me Donald Trump. (laughs) But yeah, I definitely remember hearing that somewhere. So your goal was to go to UL. Yeah, pretty much go to UL and I was like, I'll pick a a course from there. This if anyone's listening, this is the absolute arse ways to do it don't do it like <laughs> pick the course not the place because everyone not everyone thinks that their college is the best college even though UL is the best college but you'll enjoy <laughs> you'll enjoy wherever you go so like <laughs> it yeah pick the course anyway so it was the day before I was due to start in UL and I went to a Debs and it was like the Mon Debs it was like the day before and I woke up a bit worse for the next day and I was like I don't want to be a nurse that was outrageous why did the I do that the day before you were to yeah. start UL okay. so I said it to my mum and she she was like, oh, this sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so and were your parents kind of like that all through the CAO and stuff where they're like, really? <laughs> Honestly, I was, I was like all set to be a midwife. And then I went into the, <laughs> I went into the career guidance teacher and she was like, maybe just broaden it to be a nurse and then you can, you can go back and do midwifery. I was like, oh, that's an absolute deadly. I'll do it. I'll do my master's in midwifery. <laughs> <laughs> so I no, see but they, the spoofing um, I know, shocker, I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so decision making wouldn't be my strong point anyway <laughs> just don't know if that comes across but on the pitch maybe but <laughs> yeah on the pitch that's where I used it all up like I panic at going to a deli like I can't handle the pressure at a deli never mind like choosing my future so it's like yeah be a nurse so what happened um, then no, okay. my parents were they'd always have backed me they were like yeah whatever you want to do do it okay just don't put yourself under too much pressure there <laughs> I was like, oh, no fear of that. But I actually thought I wasn't going to get the points, but anyway, I did. And the day before I was supposed to start college, I was like, no, absolutely not. Um, so I just went in to the course director. I was like, I have the points for science teaching. Can I come? And he was kind of like, yeah, like you won't officially be in the course until the second round CEO offers come. So I was like going to lectures and signing in and I wasn't even on the list. I was like, they were like, you don't like, even know. You like, don't, even, you don't go even go here. here. <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> Who is this and girl? what pushed the science teacher? Yeah. Clearly a love of science. He literally just said that you only did one science Yeah, I subject. did biology. And I was like, great um, job. So I was allowed in because home ec was classed as a science subject as well. What? Yeah. Home ec is actually my favourite subject, but I didn't want to go to Sligo. Yeah, God, no. No, God I didn't want know. to go to Sligo because I was like, that's far away. And I was like, <laughs> no. Because I was going to UL. That was it. And so, yeah. I was like, yeah, I like science and I think I could teach photosynthesis and the like, yeah. 
Can't spell it, but I can teach it. No, I, lo- I like I did. I love biology and stuff. And again, I was like, this is kind of the the degree kind of set itself up that it was like a science degree and it built in your HDIP. Like we actually did very little teaching specific. Like you uh-huh. never learned how to teach science. You learned how to teach and you learned science. Okay. Which but not so exactly to build great. Yeah. Which I failed at. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just went in there. Like, so eventually I was enrolled in the course and I just tipped away at that then for the next four years. Okay. So you completed that course. Yep. <laughs> So, whilst did you continuously play soccer yeah no like kind of I, I was I made my first kind of senior squad when I was 19 when my best friend actually got like glandular fever or something oh I've heard of this the kissing yeah. curse well don't well that's not why, why she got it <laughs> <laughs> spoof <laughs> yeah fake no, news fake anyway. news <laughs> anyway so she was supposed to be in an Irish squad but she got sick so I took her place um, I was probably 18, 19 um, so that was my first time making the squad but I didn't actually make an appearance until I was about 22 or 23 so I was okay. like in and out of squads and like it was did you it find was that tough. difficult kind of being yeah like because I thought like I thought I was good enough and I thought I was ready but again I was quiet and shy and I probably didn't put myself forward enough and also looking back now I was living a college life I was like Tuesdays Thursdays Mondays Sundays like whatever was going like well every night I was out you were out so you were quiet but not too quiet yeah yeah yeah. so looking back yeah I was I still think I I probably could have gotten a few more games than I did but at the same time I probably wasn't as applied as I should have been and then when I left college yeah in hindsight hindsight's a great thing Um, but when I left college then I probably did just apply myself a bit more a bit better Um, I was playing club football up in Dublin so it's a bit more serious there was a women's national league that started so again it was like everyone the level that I was playing at was just a bit higher and it kind of forced me to improve mm-hmm. went to the gym more than three times like in <laughs> um, okay I went two times in UL <laughs> it was so funny though I go to the gym now and everyone is like kitted like adidas they don't sweat they look great but we wear like gar jerseys yeah. and like <laughs> muck on your runners yeah. like coming in from yeah. the, the from pitches the yeah, from Kilmurray pitches and stuff like that but, uh, oh, yeah Kilmurray. we were not uh, have you seen Kilmarie now? Oh, I wouldn't have fit in. It that is, is next. It level. is nice. It yeah. Is nice. Wow. Yeah. Done up a lot. Not in like college. when we, when ah, we were. It there. made us hardier. <laughs> yeah. True. True. It taught us to be who we are today. <laughs> So you've made the senior squad, but you don't start kind of yeah, making Yeah, so I was kind of in and out of squads. I was kind of, yeah, just kind of on the outskirts of the squad. Did you play soccer with UL or did it always yeah. just be international? No, no, no. I played with UL, yeah. First year and second year, we actually won it, won the university's great crack. Like anyone who's played, so yeah, anyone yeah. who's played any kind of college thing, you know, the banquets and everything are just... Do the universities, it's yeah. the best bit. Yeah. Absolutely. And I played camogie for a few years in college as well. And they were some of the best weekends that we had. Just outrageous crack, like really, yeah. really good. Stayed playing everything pretty much during college because again, it just, it was so much fun. Um, yeah. It kept me fit. It meant I was training nearly every day. And you weren't thinking about it. It just... Yeah, definitely wasn't thinking about yeah. my college <laughs> course is, or my life is, decisions. <laughs> so it, it is good different though college sports compared to like international or even club sports because there is that, like we've said that we haven't ever found that camaraderie that we did playing college rugby. You were like college it, rugby. It was, was just something special. Mm. And I think we're always looking for that and we'll never find yeah. it again. But it, it is something special playing yeah. with like a college team. Yeah. And, and I think anyone who's in college, they should just enjoy it. Like, yeah. Because you'll totally. never get that time. And again. It might not be the standard that you're used to if yeah. you play at a high level, but you won't regret playing. Like, it's no. great crack. Like, we, we won it the first two years. We had an incredible team. The, the third year, I think we were in the Shield. Yeah. We weren't even close to winning it. And then the fourth year, again, not out in the semi final, but mm-hmm. like. Yeah. But it's the people you're with. It, again, yeah. yeah. We just, we did. We I found time. it was nearly like, do you know, when you were playing when you were a kid? Mm. Do you know? It was just for the enjoyment exactly. of it. Exactly. Yeah. And for me, I was learning a new sport. So it didn't really matter yeah. what I got right and wrong and things yeah. like that. And you just, you were kind of, do you know, when friends, when Phoebe's running and she <laughs> It's kind of like that. No one's looking at you. Funniest run. Except that one time where we. No, not you. I meant (laughs) Phoebe. Except that one time that we lost the Ashburn Cup final in extra extra time. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I did see that. Like it started about two o'clock and it was dark by the time it ended. And I just late in the winter or the summer time. Off summer, I'd say. Like it was. Oh, it was tough. I'm I'm over it though. I don't think about it all the time. It doesn't scare me to this day. Everyone has that moment. Also, um, also sort of for UCC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Penalty kicks. Yeah. Do you ever hear of a rugby oh. match been won on a penalty, penalty kick? Um, no. Did you ever hear? I encourage it. I like it. Did you ever hear a prop <laughs> kicking the winning kick? No. Not from Limerick. <laughs> no. Okay, let's not bring up old wounds. 
clearly sorry. it's still a bit sensitive. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, so yeah, so you you went through your four years of college. Mm. You and now you're a teacher. Yeah. Well, qualified mm. teacher. Yeah. Do you? I don't understand. So do you have to do a H-dip then after you no, did No, no, it was all kind it's of all part, part of it. Of it. Um, okay. It was all built in. Yeah, like we did rounds of teaching practice and I was like, mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> and did you have nice schools? Yeah. Or? Well, in second year, I went to an all boys school in Sexton Street in Limerick. So that was an eye opener because I'd only done, <laughs> yeah, I'd only, no. I'd only been to an all girls school <laughs> and like... I was 19 at this point as well. So I was like enthusiastic. I was like, yes, I'm going to change lives. <laughs> and then like, and Limerick and City, were like, educate the youth of yeah, today. And, and Limerick like, City yeah. is the place to start. Exactly. Oh, but then yeah. were, it was, yeah, it was a different experience to what we would have been like in school. An experience you know. is one way. We yeah. were tame. Yeah. We were Compared tame. to this, we were. But that was only for six weeks. And you survived. See, everyone else went home for teaching practice and stuff. But I was like, I want to stay in Limerick because I was training. I was doing yeah, this and the other so it made sense for me to stay up and it was a good learning curve to do an all boys school but then when it came around to fourth year I was like I'm going to an all girls school <laughs> so I went to um, the Ursuline in Watford okay, gorgeous okay. Yeah, oh my god gorgeous yeah, soft. everyone should in have there. went to Newtown although that's a mixed school but it's fine I don't know the no, hockey no, school we wouldn't understand school, yeah, exactly. we played soccer I brought in soccer because I was like mm. I'm good at that let me play it <laughs> so I can score goals on everybody else <laughs> Wow. No, didn't go to Newtown. Went to the Iceland. Everyone there was just fabulous. So um, it was a really good 10 weeks there. And I was like, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe I like this. Maybe I don't. <laughs> yeah, but actually one of the men who was teaching there, he was the soccer coach and I had him when I was 14 on the Munster team. So like I had that kind of yeah. person going in. It was mm-hmm. nice to know someone. And I've actually since played against girls who were in the school, which makes you feel old. Oh, okay. Yeah. And even there's a girl that I currently play soccer with who I taught the following year in Port leash it's so upsetting yeah, no, yeah. That's she just did her leave insert i taught her uh, in first year oh oh youths yes. <laughs> so did so, you stay teaching then for a yeah, while so uh, what happened so, after college yeah so after college i was like yeah apply get a job somewhere get on with it get on with it yeah. yeah everyone was starting to make moves get jobs some people went to england some people went straight to dubai it wasn't there's not a there wasn't a huge amount of jobs but anyway i was lucky to get one so i got one in port leash and again an absolutely gorgeous all girls school like facilities coming out of their arse like it, it was amazing mm-hmm. like gym everything again i was trying to take time off for soccer i wasn't quite sure there was a few things that kind of happened during the year that like they were upsetting do you know there was a few things that just upset me and maybe threw me off a bit and then mm-hmm. if I didn't have a good day I'd let it get to me and then yeah. I was traveling up to Dublin two three times a week for training and matches and stuff and like you'd go for a run and I'd be going by myself and I'd just pass by the jail and I was like oh I don't want to be here like I yeah. just didn't want to be there I knew very early on that it just didn't suit me because I did I, I at that point I had ambitions I'd done with my college like I had ambitions I wanted to be in the senior team starting 11 not just in the squad what age were you at this 22 okay 22 23 maybe 22 I was like I'm, I want to make it and I want to do this so I'm not gonna it did it does as much as much holidays as you get as a teacher it is hard because you're expected to be there for your leaving service students and I yeah. was taking time off and that wasn't fair and there were parents that weren't happy and I probably deserved the phone calls that came in because I was leaving them do you know I was leaving them to go and play soccer mm-hmm. but that's what I wanted to do I was representing my country yeah. for me that was the big thing I did my best for them I was but yeah you, you do learn a lot like you don't come out of college ready mm-hmm. oh Jesus no, like, no you, you don't, don't. you absolutely don't it ready. takes it takes a couple of years and yeah. I didn't feel like I had a couple of years I didn't want to take away from students and stuff like that so mm-hmm. I thought that I would be better suited at that time to try something else where you picked your own holidays where other people weren't as dependent on you because mm-hmm. I felt like I needed to be a bit selfish yeah. If I yeah. wanted to, if I wanted to, like, Which is achieve I what think, I wanted yeah, to achieve. You need to go and achieve and a I, goal. I never felt fully yeah. comfortable, like, as much as the teaching practices were grand or whatever, I was never fully comfortable. And it was not, not like I had life ambitions to be a teacher. I decided the day before I went to college. I mean, <laughs> I mean when you put it like yeah, that. Yeah, on a, like, <laughs> no. it was my life yeah. goal. Yeah, no, it never was. Not like was. Anna when she knew it, like, at nine years of nine age. Nine years of age, I wanted to work yeah. the courses. When I was nine, I wanted to be a builder, so... <laughs> So and then I wanted to be an engineer and then I reasoned that I wasn't that good at maths. So <laughs> If you had the time. If I, maybe if I had the time. Yeah, we'll use that line anyway. Um, someone asked me, could I do like standard deviation the other day? And I just started sweating. I was like, no, I cannot do standard deviation. I just deviation. perked up a little bit there. I, yeah. think. I was like, hold on till I phone a friend. <laughs> like, no. And I was that friend, right? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> God, no. I was like, no, absolutely not. So yeah, no, I never, I never fully knew what I wanted to be, but I confirmed I didn't. Which is fine. Like it's totally fine. I I still don't really know. I mean, management consulting. Okay, (laughs) like it's it's 
like it's amazing experience it's amazing experience because you do get to try out different roles and different mm-hmm. companies and stuff like that but does anyone dream of being a management consultant when they grow up I mean up there's either? definitely a nine year old somewhere somewhere, someone somewhere. Listen are they like, listening to next gen <laughs> they are not listening to next gen <laughs> no um, but you you, never know. you, you, never know. you left the school in Portlaoise yeah so I left the school in Portlaoise I actually I think I put in the application for Accenture in like February like it was early on okay. it could have even been before that and why Accenture <laughs> Where so basically I was like, I'm I'm still relatively young. I've only been out of college a year. So I was like, look up grad programs. So because mm-hmm. I was changing career, I was like, you're going to need to go in through a grad program. And a lot of them do have prerequisites. You have to have done X, Y, Z. But with Accenture, because their product that they sell is people, do you know, they mm-hmm. sell people. So they want a diverse range of people who can do different things. And luckily I am able to talk. <laughs> um, Indeed. So yeah. <laughs> and it just, just their, their job spec, it wasn't looking for anything specific, but it was looking for a certain type of person and mm-hmm. their interview process kind of reflects that. And when you go in there, there's a lot of people who've done things like EMSIS and management information systems and analytics, but then what's, there's people, what's for people it's like a tr- course in Trinity that it's basically preparing you to be technology consultant, basically. Okay. So there's a lot of people who've done those and management information systems courses, analytics, but then there's people, there's nurses, there's physios, there's teachers, there's because they just recognize that this person would be a good fit for one of the clients that we have just for the general outlook on the company. So they are very good in, in how they employ people because mm-hmm. it is for them selling the person, not the product. So I was lucky that I got through the interview process and then you get into a grad program and you go to Chicago for two weeks and it's great crack. And then you come back and you still don't know what you're doing, but you, you spoof it. <laughs> Like you, you learn, you learn on you, you learn on the job, and it is all client-facing stuff, and it, it's interesting to see how different companies have how different stakeholders kind of operate, operate in different yeah. ways. Like I've done a few projects in public service, and then I went to private, and it's different to see like change of pace even between two public sectors. Like everyone mm-hmm. operates differently, so yeah, it's it's interesting. So you obviously but, went through the interview process, yes. for the graduate program, yes, and you got through, yes, still while balancing the soccer, yes. Okay. So that was an important thing for me, and luckily for them. And you're what 23? 23 probably yeah. at this point yeah going on 24 so lucky for me the one of the women who interviewed me she's like a big champion of women in the company and stuff mm-hmm. so our interview just kind of flowed and stuff we we're just talking football and they do appreciate those kind of aspects of someone has other talents other than their academics and stuff so there was more that someone can bring to a job other than academics and it was nice that they could kind of recognize that yeah that is always nice mm. mm-hmm. yeah so then I've been there ever since <laughs> That's <laughs> tipping <At> away. <laughs> so, what do you you obviously were able to balance the soccer for a while anyway? Because obviously, former international soccer. Yeah, player. no, I was, and up until this year, um, I was playing both, and I actually things started to really pick up for me. Started to get pick my up place soccer wise, soccer wise yeah, because yeah. I was close to training. I wasn't spending as much time in the car. I wasn't spending as much time worried about work because mm-hmm. it was more of a nine to six, whatever. You do a job, you leave yeah, the job. There, uh, that's kind of that's yeah. kind of the way There's I no operate. I think afterwards. for me that's yeah. that's important that I do I'm able to separate those things like mm. bad day at work go play soccer bad day at soccer go to work like I have that kind of balance and mm-hmm. stuff and it really really helped me and they were very good and I was able to pick my holidays when I needed to it all worked out quite well and then last year I just we came to the end of a campaign and I poured the Euros? yeah so the Euros we didn't qualify we had a good run and I'd had a good few years and three probably years as a starting member of the squad and I kind of just an award winning yeah mm. <laughs> and I kind of just felt like the time was right to go out on a high because there's a lot of young girls coming through and I didn't want to go back to those years on the bench as much as it's an honour to be in the squad mm-hmm. I'd, but it's, I'd paid it's, my dues um, at that point and it's hard to go back demoralising yeah a little bit yeah now I was starting for most of the campaign but I could just kind of see it going that way and there's a big emphasis on getting the girls to go professional but like I said I wanted to work I want to stay in Ireland I want mm-hmm. to work I want to play for P-Mount so it just felt like the time was right watching the World Cup now in the well, last few weeks it yeah. has been a bit like oh I'd you wish you were there kind to of thing. be there and I hope the girls qualify for the Euros it would be so amazing mm-hmm. And you'd be so tempted, but I do think it's the right decision because yeah. there were a lot of sacrifices that you make along the it's way. Huge, I mean, especially for like female international players, even yeah. with the rugby, just because we know rugby more than soccer, but yeah. that you aren't professional and this is almost a, not a hobby, but yeah. a, you just take a time out of your day. Hobby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're juggling two jobs. Yeah. So you're doing yeah. the training and the you're playing. Two of jobs, a professional. One yeah. that only, and one of them is pays you and the other, yeah, one, doesn't. And the other one doesn't. Yeah. And do you want to talk a little bit about the setup in the Irish team? Yeah, so I guess. Um, um, we, what what kind of, was it you, the year before last that the kind of so it's probably about three years ago now 
Yeah, that was that was an interesting time. Like we we'd had a few meetings, say, with the PFAI, so the Players Association, just about just standards. They just yeah. weren't really good enough, to be mm-hmm. honest. Like, all right, I'm not a professional. A lot of the girls are professional, but we are acting as professionally as oh, we can. We are putting, your yeah, country. we're representing our country, and things just weren't good. We weren't getting enough training. We weren't. Everyone concentrates on the tracksuits, but like. Mm-hmm. People are taking their time off work. They're doing this, that, and the other, and you just expect the same level of respect. Level yeah. of respect. Just same putting, level of dedication. Yeah, what we're putting and, in, yeah. just respond to that. And it just wasn't there. And for a long time, we went to them. We went to the FAI. We were like, "Here's what we think. Here's what we need in order to improve." We've never qualified for a major tournament, and we're not going to until we do X, Y, and Z. So Look we laid that out. Against, yeah. yeah, we laid that out. We laid it out a few times, and we got lip service. And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll get it. You'll get it. Nothing changed." Then we were like, "Right." Well, we're actually going to do something about it if you don't do it. And they still didn't. They, they didn't. They didn't, they, they didn't need to yeah. let it go as far as it could. No, but they didn't even respect. They didn't your... think we'd do it. Yeah, that, that's think. how little respect yeah, they showed so you. For anyone listening who doesn't know, we went. We went on strike. Yeah, <laughs> I turned Basically. on the telly one day, and there's Karen Duck yeah. looking at me, and I was <laughs> like, green T-shirt that said "respect" across <laughs> it. I was like, if that doesn't get the point across, I don't know what. That. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so like there was yeah. a lot of conversation. It wasn't like on a whim that we decided to go on strike. There was a lot of conversations before that and there was no response and I understand that there's a lot going on in the FBI particularly now there's a lot going on um, and it's hard for people but this is this was big for us we wanted to qualify we wanted to do well so um, we went to them they didn't respond we got the PFAI involved and the PFAI sent them letters after letters and got no response so we were like the only way to get attention is to take Put action yeah. Eye, so yeah. anyway they were like oh can you meet in Liberty, Liberty Hall and I was like yeah 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 Grand said to work I'll be back in I don't know like an hour or whatever showed up room full of journalists Jackie Hurley front row I was like hey, Jackie <laughs> hey girl yeah so it turned into this big media thing I think it was at a, a good time I think that there was a lot of focus on right well women need to start getting the same rights and this was kind of like a good campaign for people to kind of get behind yeah. and show that they did have that support so people were shocked they don't expect they just no. expect you're playing internationally you treat yeah. a certain way but unfortunately for a lot of women's teams it's not because you don't have that backing but yeah we just turned up set our piece people really really responded to it FAI didn't really respond to it we had mediation which was one of the biggest eye openers ever so really? like we're in one room in a hotel they're in another room in the hotel you've got your guy in the middle coming between and you just it was like set your terms and they say we set your terms they come back they said no um we set terms we, we didn't really budge too much That's but like crazy. they kept us there until we were going into camp the next day yeah. Slovakia so it was crazy like we had to get this sorted otherwise we would have properly been on strike and no one wanted that we wanted to play for our country we just wanted to play yeah. for it with the same backing that we should have been getting so anyway but we're in the hotel. I don't know what time eventually we got out there. Two or three o'clock. Anyway, we signed our papers and things have improved since then. They're not completely... People think, oh, they got everything they asked for. We didn't. Like that no. didn't happen and it was never going to happen because they don't... FAI don't have that money at the moment. Well, it's just to and even start the ball rolling yeah, in the right direction. Yeah, to start the conversation. And then the girls who are there now won't know what it was like for us. And exactly. they might still be like, oh, this isn't good enough. But like they don't know what it was like yeah. before. And they're ve- some of them are very lucky to be coming in and getting what they're getting because we didn't have it. And it's only going to improve from here mm-hmm. yeah like if you look at the world cup this year it was so impressive oh you look my at the god media yeah. and there's loads of people now fighting for and yeah. putting tenders and that's for, why for the girls to be paid exactly that's why we, all right people are like oh i'd love an underdog to win it but america winning it is huge because yeah. they've the biggest following like yeah. we played a friendly against them we were nobody's we weren't even as high profile then Isn't as there casually friendly, yeah there's a match August, coming up yeah. but then i saw an application put out that they're looking for a coach yeah so <laughs> you're like yeah what? so yeah oh, yeah. yeah so the manager left he got an offer uh, um Bell? from huddersfield yeah colin bell got an offer from huddersfield men so he's the assistant manager there so the interviews okay. i think are like next week or yeah, whatever so and then they'll have one week the to prepare is... oh the new managers mm. has one week to prepare for the yeah, world champions match. God. yeah but you know it's Great. a showcase piece for america mm. this like this game isn't going to help the girls prepare for Montenegro that's their first game in the Euros they're going to have a lot of the ball against Montenegro not going to have so much of the ball against America I understand it's huge it's so it's such an experience for the girls they're playing in the Rose Bowl the Super Bowl has been on there and playing the World Cup Winners. Winners. winners like it's so there will be class. eyes on them yeah huge like i said when we played and we tele- weren't high profile those twenty seven thousand people i'd say there'll be way more this time around will that be televised? um it will be in america i'd say yeah um it's their victory tour they do a victory tour i mean come on yeah we so won cool. so let's play more games yeah well the more games they play probably the more Better income yeah, yeah, more exactly. everything like more exposure so even great snoop dogg had his say yeah, I mean, come on. When Snoop like, Dogg talks, you know. He's like, pay the women what they owe. <laughs> <laughs> pay them. You hear it from Snoop Dogg. 
And he's like, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't have any meat, but like, can we just clip that impression yeah. and just replay well, it? Yeah. best. I have better, I have better, better Snoop Dogg impressions. <laughs> no, just better impressions in general. But uh, look, you put me on spot. <laughs> I don't think anyone asked you to do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, women, it's, yeah, it's been great exposure for the US to win it because yeah. they have these people who are outspoken and mm-hmm. fight for their rights and stuff like that. So it's, again, it's continuing a conversation and that we small, we were a small bit of a catalyst for. Yeah. And there was like a picture I saw. There's only one woman, I believe, on the American team. Or is it two? There's only two that actually have kids. Yeah. And one of them, there was a picture of her. I think it's her son. Yeah, it's her son. He's like nine or something. So like, it's just amazing for him to see his mother win a world cup. It's so class. It's so class. Um, I thought that was a great photo. That's very lovely. Yeah. And it's just, it's just cool that like he was there to see it and see his mum and see all these women just be badass and stuff like that. And not know any different. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like for them it'd be so normal. Kids should be able to look up at a female athlete and be like, I want to be like her. I want to be a player, whether it's a, not, and not say a female player or a, you know, just want to play. That's the the thing like, and it could happen. Like if you ask a lot of people in this country, who's their favorite boss? they're going to say Katie Taylor yeah and, and that's, that's what but that's what you need you need success for girls in this country to want to say my favorite player is Denise O'Sullivan Katie McCabe they are superstars if you haven't seen them play go and see them play mm-hmm. they're just amazing they people should be saying my favorite player is Denise O'Sullivan but they're not because I say it Denise O'Sullivan yes. is my favorite player mm-hmm. she's amazing Denise, but they're not you should at us but like they're just incredible and if you saw the effort that they put in like it's amazing so but it will take success and the only way you get success is if you get backing you get more investment mm-hmm. so it's kind of like that it's circle a battle. It's it a is, serious it's a battle, battle. Yeah. and at the moment in Ireland the FAI, they're not in the position to really really go for it in mm-hmm. a way so it's up to kind of supporters then to get behind the girls and so I really really hope that the World Cup has kind of given that exposure that people will start to pack out mm-hmm. Tala Stadium mm-hmm. yeah. like Tala is where the home games are on and I think our record was like 4,000 or something. Wow. But we went and played Holland and it was a sold out 30,000 seater because they were European champions. Mm -hmm. So it takes success, it takes investment. So we could see it with the Women's Rugby World Cup as well. That's what I was was saying to you earlier when I was talking about old Snoop Dogg. (laughs) They're supporting the American female team. Like I had read a quick article because I was like interested in it and I had seen that the female soccer team who are, is it four times they've won Mm -hmm. the World Cup? Yeah have actually last year I think brought in more revenue than the, the male team, yeah. their male counterparts yeah. and yet they're not getting paid nearly as much yeah. 10% we were so trying to like, work it out so yeah, that's, yeah it was it's like crazy in America we're not bringing in that revenue in Ireland that's because no, we're not yeah. getting but just support. when you see yeah. a, a country like America and a sport like yeah. that and the female are actually mm-hmm. paying more or and getting more money and they're still struggling in, and they're yeah they're still struggling yeah, and they have to actually be like other people have to nearly be like get America get your shit mm-hmm. together and yeah. pay these women yeah. and like I said I hope this World Cup has shown that female athletes and female soccer athletes are skillful mm-hmm. and it is an amazing sport to watch like I watched there were some their, cracking games in I there. watched their yeah, match against France and talk and about the crap games but if you watch the men's World Cup in the early stages it's because of geography certain teams get through okay Thailand mm-hmm. got through Ireland would be Thailand doesn't mean we're going to be good enough to beat America in the World yeah. Cup doesn't mean we have a right to be there it's geography mm-hmm. only a certain amount of European teams go through a certain amount of American teams go through it's the same in the men just calm down like, yeah. calm down chill your cows yeah, like, the Twitter sometimes you're just like do you oh, t- just sit do down you tink I sound like more from Ireland do you Speaking think... Speaking of backing, great to see the celebrity endorsement oh, of Maura. She's Maura, queen. She's queen. <laughs> she's we queen. need you on this. Yeah. My question was going to be like, do you think the attitude to women's sport in general is of that kind of nature that it's a secondary thing? Like, do you find it in other sports? Like, we see it in the rugby, obviously. Yeah. I can see, we can see it in Colombian yeah. football, but like, do you think it's an ignorance on people or do you think there is a bias anyway? <sighs> probably a bit of both it's a bit of both I would say yeah I mean people who slated and stuff probably don't have a daughter playing yeah exactly you know, they I might have a son that, playing yeah. you know I totally get that yeah, yeah. so I, say I think that the a lot, people actually. who start to get behind your girls teams locally and then encourage your girls encourage your boys to start going to see them support your local team yeah. first and mm-hmm. then grow it from there like if you have an invested interest and you should have an invested interest because there's local teams everywhere there's girls playing as much as the boys so just start it just takes to go into one game to see ah there's a great buzz around it I mean Mm -hmm. it would like in our say we had a county final last year and the buzz at our match was incredible oh my god everyone was down there like everyone's down there and then everyone went to the boys match yeah and like we put in a cracking performance we were very very unlucky not to win it yeah pointed to in the end (sighs) and and then the boys 
Even Dorn was getting into it now. Yeah. He's a Mayo man. He had a notion what was going on. Yeah, so a lot of people would have, were coming up to us after the match being like, oh, it was a brilliant yeah, performance. Was, it, was, yeah, it, was on free, a, yeah. it was on a small scale, but like it showed, they probably hadn't, it was because it was on the way to the men's match that a lot of people dropped yeah. in. Mm-hmm. But they saw a way better game yeah. than they did in the men's game. Yeah. So oh, we'd yeah. hope that like, if more people did that, if more people just dropped into a game, I mean, the girls are going to be playing in Tala. Tickets are a fiver. Bring your family. Yeah. yeah. Go to Great sp- day, especially bring in your, this weather. Bring your Long students. Bring, like, just go. Everything, just go. And just say you're going to a match. You don't have to say women's match. Mm-hmm. It's just even a game you're going to go see. Even if mm-hmm. you are, go sport, watch it. Tweet sport about it. Sport. it you yeah. just enjoy it for what it I is. I always think that, I d- and I don't get even soccer mm-hmm. international things a lot of the competitions the men and the ma- women's run simultaneously so mm-hmm. why not make it a massive fixture oh, a day yeah. out have That's your under 21s you women's senior fixture they Agreed. did it once for the women's rugby remember they had it in Aviva was, was that the one we were on at bloody 12 o'clock in the day or something so no, they no, do that for was, the cup final with there was one I think it was like it was against Italy and I think it was the female team was after the men's team oh that was it and, they all and it was it was yeah it was Bod's last home game yeah and everybody left. Everybody left. Bar the people known. that knew who... Bar us. Yeah, us rugby people who play rugby know yeah. the people that are on the team. Yeah. But it's like, why not just hang around? But it's a great if you day enjoy, out there. Yeah. If you enjoy rugby, you've paid these tickets to come into the Aviva Stadium. Why not stay there? Have if you are a sport fan, yeah. it shouldn't matter yeah. what gender you're watching mm-hmm. the game. is. If you mm-hmm. love rugby, if you love soccer, if you love fucking ping pong. But even that, you it's just watch like, that game. Mm-hmm. it's an Irish team, regardless yeah. of gender. It's an Irish team. It's my home team of rugby yeah. playing against Italy, playing against France. Like, be there to support your country, let alone yeah. maybe the players on it or whatever. Don't just tweet about it. Yeah. Get up there. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. like you look problem. as well at, as you said, like this World Cup was such probably an eye opener for the soccer. And then you look at, and I know that's more for America, maybe than us, mm-hmm. but just it's, it helps the female soccer game in general as well. But you look at like Ireland, the Irish hockey team, Mm. they had their World Cup, was it last year? Yeah, last Last year. Last year. And they got to the final and it it created great buzz after it. I don't know where it is now in terms of support and stuff Mm. now, but it opened people's eyes for a second, but then kind of went by the way. You have to capitalise on it. Yeah. From there, it it has to nearly be seen as a business. You have to capitalise on the marketing opportunity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like even this kit release last week and I saw someone on Twitter giving out that the girls weren't involved in the kit release and rightly so. Yeah. Like sell the women's fit kit. There's as much girls who want to buy a jersey as there is boys maybe. Mm -hmm. So just, it's just good business sense really yeah. to be honest it's good business sense I um, think it probably comes from we'll say the top as well in those management making those decisions there's probably yeah. not a woman on the board mm-hmm. and, and that's now, the, the issue the big thing in the FAI is that they have to have people they have to have I think For two or three women mm-hmm. but again it's coming, it's coming a little bit late in the game it came, yeah. like, <laughs> there had to be an absolute it's, it's getting, European it's, scandal for us to kick ourselves yes, into action yeah. but at least it's at least it's happened it, it kind of seems that way in soccer that like there has to be a, a moment that makes things change I mean it was like that time in the FAI Cup final and the girls were taking penalties and the Cork men's team were warming up while the penalties were oh going on God, and it was I like people are like oh the women's game isn't getting respect but like it wasn't getting respect anyway but like yeah. Yeah. this is but just something for say, that yeah. one moment yeah mm. so, but now they've changed the timings of the game so that that doesn't happen but again it was like that people don't come in now for the earlier game they'll mm. wait till the men's game but like mm. just come in again 20 yeah. get second it, half yeah. do yeah. something like a chance for the girls playing the Aviva at club level which never happens yeah. which is great honour but um, yeah it'd be great to see just bums on seats yeah I think so and it's, mm. it's getting there like I've uh, one of my friends plays for the Cork football team mm-hmm. and I've been to a lot of like Cork obviously make to a lot of finals in yeah. Croke Park and they have gotten more numbers and more numbers every year it seems to be growing and it's great to see but it's like why isn't there more numbers for other games and stuff like that it is getting better but sometimes it's like they take one step forward and two steps back like there's a rugby tournament in America at the moment I think England or America yeah. Canada France stuff like that like it's like a the top six or something yeah, like that yeah it's like a tournament that they're having a blitz I a super tournament it's yeah. some kind of yeah. jangle on yeah, it like which that. is great and we're like of course Ireland weren't in there probably, probably we don't in, even have test games we're usually invited to these things and for some reason somebody says no I don't know why Finance. but yeah probably or just something stupid but why I'm talking about it is because I saw had someone had tweeted like, oh, it's great. They've had this tournament, but they're in the back arse of nowhere in California. Yeah. They can't go further than a few meters outside the pitch bends because they're snakes. So it's <laughs> for their safety. They're t- snaky people now. Yeah. Snakes. <laughs> their toilets are portaloos. 
like three portaloos between five or six teams. I know, that's just women um, need toilets. They, <sighs> I think there was something else about their accommodation or something. Like there was a few different things that you know, this person had listed. Bit so panny, isn't it? And <laughs> yeah, it was pretty it's yeah. like friggin' what's that concert that didn't go ahead? Oh Garth Fire Fox. Festival. Fire oh Fire Festival. Festival. <laughs> It was very fire festival esque, um, but it was just like you have these sun tournaments like that you see are so good, and then they do this, and you're like, but you're, those players like New Zealand yeah. and France, they're the greatest but women's what players. What you had said that is like not one player complained; they got on with things and they did so. If that were a men's team, very true. And I hate to be like, oh, if this were men's, mm. this blah blah blah, but they, that wouldn't be done to a men's team. They wouldn't be there in the first place. No. No. So it's like there are, gotcha. there is, like you said, there are players now in the Irish setup that won't know what you guys went through five or 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But you guys are the ones that pushed it to allow them to have a better experience. And hopefully that will continue yeah. to go as it is. Yeah, exactly. I think this is a really good opportunity for them to qualify for a major tournament. Mm-hmm. And if that happens, I think that we'll start to see leaps and bounds. Yeah. Like at the moment, we're kind of getting there because really good group of girls, a little bit more attention since the strike and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's getting there but it just takes that one big win yeah. to do it like when we drew at Holland last year it was massive like massive. everyone was paying attention to it but we still didn't qualify whereas this time if we qualify oh, oh shit put oh, your I'd names and lights I know get that I'd green be so tick. sad I'm blue tick get me back <laughs> would you yeah. ever think about coaching or anything oh, no. bringing in that teaching yeah, degree no, you know let's, let's not go back there no no no, no. <laughs> bring that back that's not that's not we're very motivational that. I'm feeling real old, like I want to go play soccer yeah. Yeah. Strap on the old sports bra <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I used, two I used, <laughs> to, uh, used to be quite the soccer player back in my day Girl I have not had a medal under 12 Oh mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. Oh wow Those red jerseys Yeah I was just going to say the red jerseys the red Where do they come That's from? not our club colour but no. we didn't Actually it was probably the first example of that You know what like 9, 10, 12 you don't understand that kind of gender Difference yeah Difference and bias and stuff mm-hmm. but I do remember that we weren't allowed to get the Kilkenny kit. I don't because we were late to the game and oh sure you're not yeah, going to go anywhere. Men, so the men are obviously going to get whoever priority. heard of a Kilkenny team that plays soccer you're not going and we came back and won the damn thing. Yeah and you're like suck it. <laughs> well I, I don't think I said that. I was a really good girl like Stephanie <laughs> sure didn't. Were. I definitely didn't say sure that. Oh, Jesus Christ. You <laughs> see me Hail Marys in front of the fucking yeah. Padre Pio like no. I don't do the Hail Marys I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So I suppose we, we've kind of digressed a little bit, but I think it's good, good content. <laughs> you brought us on your journey of like going through soccer and deciding to not be a nurse and then mm-hmm. deciding to be a teacher and then not being a teacher and then <laughs> for a century. Like, this girl um, has commitment issues. <laughs> <laughs> just can't decide. Um, so I guess through all of that, have you ever had any doubts? About the kind of football and the just path that like I've taken? You, the path that you've taken, football... Yeah, of course. I've doubt every summer. My friends are all off for three months. I'm like, oh, why did why didn't I just <laughs> why did stick give up the teaching? Silly. Yeah. <laughs> but then I think back to where was I happier, and I'm happier now in my current setup than I was then. Doubts at soccer. Yeah, again, it was when I wasn't making squads and I was putting in that effort. I was like, I'm being as professional as I can. I'm still not making it, and I feel like I'm good enough. And mm-hmm. why? Yeah. why and what they kept, love what me, kept but your motivation in those moments? I just wanted that one cap. I just was like, oh, you've come this far. You've been mm-hmm. at it since you were literally a child like don't give up now yeah and then once I got the cap you wanted another one yeah I I was like I want to start now I want to be in starting 11 Mm -hmm. and like and then I was like I want to play centre mid and then I was like I want to be one of the best on the team and I just want like so your goals change once you reach one yeah you just kind of get selfish I was like I want yeah Yeah, you just it's good to have that that. I think you need that selfishness in those situations I would like I am very competitive I don't think I'd have played for Ireland if I wasn't uber competitive wasn't super into the whole competitive thing at school like people against each other but I did want to be as good as people even though like I wasn't like I want to do the same thing. It was kind of thrown upon us as well within it. Like you kind of had to be in that competitive setting, be it academic or sport or Mm. whatever it Mm. was. We were never, ever the best. No. At anything. Like, as in, I'm not saying Karen, that's not fair. But like all of us, there was always... There always was like, and always will always like, no, don't, like, yeah. don't be too good. Just, you know, stay in the middle. That's Mm. safer. That's safe. No, I, and I've, something there's all even if you think you are the shit 
there's always someone better than you that's Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like i didn't make my first team i didn't make like this and the other okay it was like maybe i was the best in piltown people were like oh why don't you play for Ireland? i was like okay i'm the best in piltown but like let's calm down (laughs) (laughs) let's just calm down a bit like but (laughs) Piltown people are very proud (laughs) shout out (laughs) i have a tattoo in my butt (laughs) (laughs) the g8 tattooed (laughs) over your heart yeah kiss the badge i think you always have doubts but it's it's what you it's your drive in the end like yeah everyone has doubts about everything mm-hmm. like if well, you yeah. don't you're, well I fair play to you fair play to you if you don't have any doubts but like <laughs> that's not <laughs> yeah. honest, like I said I have doubts at a deli like I can't do it like I just <laughs> question myself and you're like oh, oh I should have went for the chicken I know I always go for the chicken like, it's just a safer option um yeah I have doubts and even like I have doubts about retiring but then I think of all the things I want to do now like now I want to have a bit more of a social yeah what's next for Karen but you're also still young someone tell me someone tell me what to do next I don't know (laughs) but you're also still very young like if in like three years you decide maybe you want to go back into the setup like you're still well well, like we there'd be too much living done then different yeah. kind of a yeah no it'd be it'd be too different but I'm playing club football now so my routine hasn't changed all that much I'm still pretty much training as much mm-hmm. as it was I'm just I don't know I just have a little bit of a weight lifted do you mm-hmm. know yeah, um, yeah the pressure is a pressure bit. is off a little bit and now my next thing is I want to win a league with Piemont Oh, like okay. I want to win so that, so that is what next for, that yeah, lead, yeah oh, that absolutely that's of what next. I want to do like that is my in terms of football like I have been in I'm say I'm one of the longest running in the Women's National League I've been there since it started mm-hmm. most people are like leave oh right <laughs> you need to go girl <laughs> <laughs> no no not really <laughs> but like I have I've been there since well, the dawn like, like since the very first it, game yeah, that's true but I love it and I'm loving club football this year all mm-hmm. the girls at P-Mount are so so nice I'm living with one of the girls on my team like we just have a really good camaraderie good. and like to win something with them for me now would be amazing like a mm-hmm. lot of people are like that's the Women's National league in Ireland it's not a big thing but for me it is that's what I want I haven't won it since the first year that the league came into and I was 1920 then mm-hmm. I'm like eight years on now just wanting I want a medal yeah it's gold <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah that's next for me anyway within well hopefully in the soccer so, yeah and I, what about I just have to keep going till I get that I'll be there 40 <laughs> still be like, we'll around two of this yeah. <laughs> they're like Zimmer Freight yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, buy one off you <laughs> That and the blue tick. That's yeah. all she wants. Like honestly, <laughs> anyone in Twitter, Twitter, if you're listening, give her the blue tick. Blue tick. She's not. Shit. She deserves oh, a women's national league. Yeah. So that's your kind of what's next within mm-hmm. your soccer. What about within your career? Oh. <laughs> Back to the nurse. Yeah, sure. Look, million dollar question. <laughs> a million dollar question. Who knows? Who knows? You're happy like as said, you are anyway. Yeah. Anyway, with the centre. Yeah, exactly. Like I've been there for a good few years now, and I heard they recently just promoted a female. Yeah. CEO. First female Which CEO, is big thing. Nice. It is a big that that is one thing. Accenture, they're really good for championing women. Mm-hmm. Like they had a massive women's International Women's Day event, hold it every year. It's really incredible. Really, really good speakers. Really impressive. If anyone hasn't gone, they should definitely go. And they are they're a fifty fifty company, which is amazing. Wow. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a good place to work. It's a really good environment. So I'm happy there now. But like I said, the, me sticking with it something for this long <laughs> has been like whoa. But so. We know the decision the decision <laughs> might come yeah, straight away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it'll just I'll just wake up one day in a panic being like alright boys I'm out mic drop done no to say mama moving home see you there I'm gonna join the circus mom yeah, she'd don't be like, oh, stop me Sam. again she'd be like yeah that sounds about right I like that that support's yeah. lovely isn't yeah. it like I assume we haven't I suppose asked you but I guess your family and stuff and friends have kind of always just backed you and like yeah they're pretty easy going like change your decision so many times <laughs> I think at this point they just I will leave nothing, her at it like yeah, sound yeah yeah, well, yeah. you seem to land on your feet, which is a great skill to have. Yeah. It's all that soccer training. Yeah. <laughs> Go over my ankle a few times, but I'll get there. I'll get back <laughs> up. It'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, that was like an amazing journey. Just like, mm. I suppose, the perspective of a sports person, because we haven't really had a sports person oh, on it yet. Not yet. And especially you were involved in the whole kind of, I won't say legal stuff, but the, the it was. debate. There was a solicitor. Oh, there. Was a, wow. Woo. This is yeah, serious. Legal was it a woman? Just, Does she want to come on? No, no. <laughs> But, um, Stuart Gilhooley. <laughs> um, no, no, you couldn't but afford But you've him. been involved and I suppose, <laughs> and, and uh, paving the way, I guess, to push the boundaries and push that you guys need more from yeah. FAI, from Ireland in general, just to acknowledge you guys, which is amazing. And your journey is amazing. Thank you. And uh, 
least diverse. Yeah, very diverse. Mm. Diverse. Um, a lot of spoofing involved, but yeah, Sherlock. Sure you spoof your way to the top. I know. Take it till you make, make it. Take it till you make Honestly. it. I was just about to say. So um, we're coming to the end of this episode of the podcast. So we usually finish with a few kind of more fun questions. Although we've had quite the giggle <laughs> throughout this episode. So um, we'll start with three people dead or alive that you'd like to have at a dinner party. Don't oh. overthink it. Okay, I won't. Um, oh, I'm very... I know you don't I, like decision making. I know, like, I'm so basic. <laughs> like, like I would definitely be... Like, so three people. Yeah. I'd probably just, like, if it was for, like, drinks before you go out, I wouldn't mind just having, like, Westlife. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'd have to leave one of them out so maybe I'll just go like oh no I'll just go with Shane from Westlife because he's responsible for the key changes and I'm all about the key change okay. like I want to get I'm off that stool like I'm right getting time. off that stool honestly yeah so Shane from Westlife will go with and then like continuing on with the basicness of Taylor like Tay-Tay. again I'm thinking just of the the same Fun song fact, before you go out you're breathing the same air as Tay Tay she's apparently been here she sat on this seat <sighs> Yeah, this is big. Yeah, I know this is big news. I might not leave. Is major. I yeah, I, I mean, Brezzy isn't the only famous person in this room right now. You're talking to two Tay Tay. Oh my Shadowers. gosh! Yeah, I could totally talk. That would be my like lead. Yeah. Hey, girl. Do you know Leah and Fiona? Yeah. Breathed your air. That wouldn't be weird at all. No. Um, Taylor, and then that. who would round off a good like? This is like a gal sing song. Like I think you need like Adele. Oh yeah, the she drama. looks like and she'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. great I'd like to get James Blunt in there as well because he'd be a bit he's of crack. very funny on Twitter. So yeah. funny on Twitter. I, I should really pick like some, someone a bit. Like, At this right now, you could have picked the whole of Westlife. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Well, it's a party. It's a party. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Okay, before you can list out everybody, <laughs> everyone in the top, yeah. everyone in the top forty well, uh, from the like yeah, noughties. We'll go to uh, the next question, which is: What is your favorite quote or mantra that you live by? Yeah, not everybody. Oh, I'm not really a live, laugh, love kind of girl. I'll be honest. <laughs> your no, heart balloon yeah. on your yeah, t-shirt. like I'm more into pictures. <laughs> no, I um, don't really have one. Okay, remember, until I die. Yeah, honestly, on the bill. Um, <laughs> now, I remember we had to do one. I actually looked back at our school thing where we it was like just photocopied pages instead of like a yearbook. Uh-huh. It was literally photocopied I've pages. Got, um, I think mine was Hakuna Matata. It was. Oh, because that, no, I got one oh for you. I got God, one for you. So, so you know the way Nike have just do it? Yeah. You have just spoof it. <laughs> I have to talk about this I need to get that t-shirt there made. There you go. Okay. You're welcome. If anyone wants to order a just spoof it t-shirt, Karen Duggan 91. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Slide into my DMs. I have to talk about that booklet we no. did in school okay. because after yours oh was Susan Glasscott. So Miss Susan Glasscott, if you're leaving, your quote was my favourite. What was it? She better be fucking listening. If life knocks you down, make sure you land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going when you said land on your I back. Was I was like, like, oh, Jesus. This, this is, is this like a, a PG? <laughs> she was like, oh. that, it's so applicable. <laughs> like, to what? To who? Like, I guess. To what? But... All right. But it used to, I used to think of it all the time. I won't be getting tattooed on myself anyway. Like, I won't be yeah, getting that. Long, like it's a bit long, yeah. a bit wordy. Yeah, yeah Just honestly, it's a this. soliloquy. But like, <laughs> I remember getting that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting flattened by Jenny Murphy in a rugby match and that actually I could see Susan's <laughs> face <laughs> just get back up it's if fine. you can look up you can get up no actually I'd actually Good torn luck. my scapula at the time <laughs> Good luck. but it was okay I got up by Susan. Jenny Murphy <laughs> Jenny Murphy if, Jenny Murphy if you're listening we'd love you have you on the podcast <laughs> please don't hurt me <laughs> and don't hurt us please so next question we uh we need to swiftly move on knowing what you know now what would you say to yourself 10 years ago oh, don't just do nursing yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe just maybe just have a think a bit more maybe don't just <laughs> take a second and think. just take a second girl like calm yourself maybe yeah i'd say not worry i was a bit of a worry wart like i'd okay. worry about things but then at the same time i'd do st- ridiculous things like mom be a nurse no, I don't want to be a nurse and then I'd worry about my choices I'd like you brought this on yourself but do you not think that's just the environment you're in they want you yeah. to worry and be constantly yeah there is a bit of that Isn't it's there? always like why are you but not to worried be fair, you at least worried. we don't have as much pressure on us now as like people no, do nice. are like say teenagers now growing up yeah. we don't have that kind of worry so mm-hmm. thank god because I had enough going on um, without all that yeah on top just of that probably well, like, chill out a little bit Take yeah, a minute. Just take a minute. Just take a minute. It's all. Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. Don't do it in rush. 
Maybe for God's Maybe sake, we could put some variety in this video. Twenty nursing choices. Yeah, like I love lists now. Like I love lists then as much as I love them now. Things could have been so different. Make a list. Yeah, that's out of time. I said, make a make a make a damn list. Take a spreadsheet. Conditional Excel. formatting. Yeah, pivot look, table this in is there. a shout out to my Accenture roots, a little like pivot. Yeah, conditional pivot. formatting. Yeah, V look up. Um, see what's so going on. What's one, up? one last question before we sign off. What would you say to someone teetering on the edge of a big decision? <laughs> Run! Run! <laughs> you're such a good decision maker. <laughs> what life advice would you give someone? I think we should end it right there. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> 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 Uh, ignore yeah. I think ignore is. anything I've just said don't <laughs> listen to this podcast <laughs> skip on to episode 8 the <laughs> king is way more interesting and probably enlightening than me yeah don't take life advice from someone who doesn't have a blue tick <laughs> and on that note that blue yeah. tick um, <laughs> okay so yeah, but, yeah just uh, don't do what Karen did or do do what Karen because it's worked out for you so it's fine <laughs> so it's like Take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, look up, get up. <laughs> Stop. Susan Glasgow is our is our is idol your, right uh, your life goal your life goal yeah. Susan Glasgow. I'm not going to tell her I said any of this and see just one day if she happens to listen <laughs> to our podcast. I get a She's probably text. our biggest fan. She's probably our biggest fan. No, so, my mom is my biggest fan. <laughs> Uh, okay, guys, guys, reel it in. Reel Sorry, it she in. asked me, she's like, how will I tune in today? <laughs> <laughs> All right, mom. A radio show. That's close. Uh, okay. Okay, guys, guys, reel it in. <laughs> I think I'm sunburned. I know. I feel like we your head indoors. is probably burnt. We are indoors. <laughs> well, she's redheaded, so, you know, it's probably possible. Yeah, I've been sunburned um, today, sitting in a car. And you're also like... Right. A velox, so it's like an under ant it. and a magnifying glass right now. I once got sunburned under my neck oh. from the rays of the light really? hitting the pool and reflect- <laughs> <laughs> reflecting Jesus. back onto me. Jesus. Okay. Okay. So Life advice is sun cream everywhere. Sunscreen. Yeah, sunscreen. Like literally under your eyelids, over your Talk eyelids, everywhere. Mm. So, Karen, where can people find you? Plug yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we need to get that blue I don't know if I've mentioned it, but I do have a Twitter account. <laughs> it's on public. <laughs> Might put it on private so people have to request me just to get that like validation that yeah. people want to know me. I'm not that interesting. I don't really tweet. I think um, after this podcast, people would beg to differ. I think so. Okay, well, Karen Duggan ninety one, hit me up. <laughs> Not my DMs. Two they're Alexis on either yeah, Alexis. Live, laugh, love underneath <laughs> is my mantra. Gonna have to get some interesting content up there. Yeah, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna so have many followers, so, so many followers, many. Like, and everything. It's, there. it's okay. I'm equipped for the fame. Yeah, this is. You're I've been training my whole life for this. Honestly, what? Go to my head. I'm so humble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so at Karen Duggan. This has been such crack quite, quite the experience. So at Karen Duggan 91. Are you on Instagram as well? Just Twitter? Is Twitter yeah, your priority? Yeah, Instagram is like, that's just for my Tinder content. So okay. if you could stay away from that. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. Twitter. Twitter's okay. where it's at. Twitter's where you catch up on your Love Island, catch up on what Karen's doing. Yeah. Similarly interest, similar following. You could find mm-hmm. her on Love Island next year. Oh, God. Oh, God, no. Imagine. Tonight, I'm on <laughs> Karen eats all day. I feel like you'd be the Ovi oh, yeah. of the island. <laughs> yeah. Like you're there. Just this no big lanky yoke in the corner that says like random catchphrases. Message! My he highlight himself. Like, yeah, perfect. He got broken up with and went and got a freeze pop. Yeah. Like that oh. was his... That's pretty much how I'd imagine I, I would react. I strive to be that yeah. relaxed. I mean, yeah. Would you make the decision though? <laughs> no, <laughs> like I'd, I'd get broken up with. Let's be honest. I'd <laughs> no, be I mean, just the tip away until the decision of what I popped again. <laughs> oh, I just eat them all. It seems like it's a long day. <laughs> long old time in there, like. Yeah. Uh, we won't start talking about Love Island because I won't be able to join in. And I don't know. <sighs> if no all RuPaul, of our list- no Love Island. Sorry. What do you do with your I, time? I watch quality TV shows. Ouch! That's what I watch. Uh, you can at Leah. Don't and at me. Yeah. I don't we'll do a that. talk here. And I'm that bombshell. That's pretty much it. That's Thank the you podcast. So much. Thank you Thanks so for much, Karen, for coming on and talking to us. Thanks for coming up to the big schmuck. 
<laughs> I hope you enjoyed. Tis. Tis. I hope Don't you enjoyed your time with us. I did. Um, it was quite oh, the entertaining for us. It's very warm in here. Um, me and Fee Malone have another episode to go. But uh, thanks so much, Karen. Thank Best you, Karen. Luck with everything. Thank you. And hopefully soccer will get the Jew, Jew Dillons. Yes. It deserves. And uh, bums and seats, as you say. Bums and on seats. Uh, just spoof it, I guess. Spoof it. Yeah. Bums and seats. Always choose yeah. chicken in the Always choose chicken, deli. just in case. Yeah. So I guess we'll see you guys in the next episode. Okay, thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.